Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy Monday, everybody. Oh, my God. Yes, we've made it. No, we're just Made beginning it. What did it. We make it we're from? just beginning the week. And thank you for joining us uh, to begin your week on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and every day we start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. It's called the three at twelve oh three. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At twelve oh three. They're going to be talking about three things. Here it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door one. Oh, yodeling kid Mason Ramsey. Oh my God, this kid is on fire. He is on fire. The Walmart yodeling kid has now this is released so sad. He's his gonna have first a drug single. Problem. Don't say that. Can I just say this really quick? My kids yesterday were talking about the Walmart yodeling kid and I was like oh yeah he's big news you guys he's dropping a single and they looked at me and they're like you know the Walmart mo- yodeling kid and I was like yeah duh. duh and now everybody's gonna know the Walmart yodeling kid Mason Ramsey because he already has a major label album deal album deal and this is his first single from it it's called famous but girl ever since I met you I got a whole new perspective if I'm gonna be cute i mean he's an adorable 11 year old who's very talented and i hope the world does not ruin him like they've ruined everything else in the world you should rue the day that the internet takes a look at your child because wow it will not be good happy monday yeah yeah, I'm, yeah. Look, <laughs> welcome I'm to your truth. week everybody you no i don't disagree with you he is a, let's just put everything into perspective can we just talk about this he's 11 years old that that video basically was posted and went viral 29 days ago. Mm-hmm. We're not even a month in yep. to the reign of Yodeling Kid. Okay, he has sung at Coachella. He has been on the Ellen DeGeneres show. He's inked a huge album deal and he's recorded and now dropped this single in 29 days. Can I say something? <laughs> Can I say something? No. We yes. are a horrible people. <laughs> In a wonderful way. I'm all ears. In a wonderful way. Say more. But this just, this thought occurred to me, so I feel like I should share it in the moment. Like, it used to be that you, 11-year-old Mason Ramsey, really wanted to perform and had a, a desire to sing and to share his thing. And he worked really hard. Mm-hmm. And maybe, just maybe, somebody would recognize him at a certain point. 
10, 15, 20 years later, Mm -hmm. and he would be rewarded for all the hard work and defeats that he had in his life. Like he learned by getting turned down Mm -hmm. at a young age, you know, by some music executive who's like, kid, you know, keep working and maybe you'll get there someday. Mm -hmm. He'll go to bars and he'll have to like hang out with CD in CD juke joints. And people will like, like he'll just see the worst in humanity, but that'll like build some grit and some yeah. determination yeah. and then he'll work really hard. The kid got everything before he earned anything. I think what I hear you saying is when we see the movie, <laughs> the Mason Ramsey story, it could have been if it were made in the 1990s, maybe a two and a half hour feature film. This is going to be a half hour show yeah, but- because it goes Post a video to YouTube. Yeah. Ellen sees it. End of story. And my bigger point is, which you don't have time to talk about, is like that inner those intervening years, like the part of the story that's like setting the stage for mm-hmm. how he became great. That's why he became great. So like without that, that's very dangerous because yes. you set somebody up when they're not ready for it. So I that's why I, you know, say like, welcome to Monday. It's a That's horrible world. That's why you lifted your yeah. leg on his yeah. whole entire dream. Yeah. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. This, here's another dream. I mean, I think we actually should lift our leg on this dream. Kanye West. It's a, it's a fever dream. Uh, <laughs> Kanye West has dropped a couple new pieces of something. <laughs> Audio. Well, literally, the word is in the title. Here's one of them. It really is. Here's one of them. Poopy dee scoop, scoop dee dee whoop, whoop dee scoop dee poop, poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop, whoopy dee scoop whoop poop, poop dee dee whoop scoop, poop, poop, scoop dee dee whoop, whoop dee dee scoop. Holly, can you do me a favor? Yes. Holly, play that kid again, Mason. Whatever. Mason Ramsey. Yeah. He's also playing the guitar. Now, back to Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And now, and now, Kanye West. Whoopie do scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Where are we? Whoop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. Poop dee dee whoop scoop. I mean, Bradley, this sounds like you and me on a Friday. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, by the end of the show on Friday, when we can't make words, that's what's happening. Oh, my God. Kanye West has dropped that single. And by the way, I want you to know, he he calls himself a musical genius. Uh So everybody, I need you to just sit with that um, for as long as it takes for that to wash over you. Now suddenly I'm rooting for Mason because if he doesn't, (laughs) if he doesn't. You know, succeed, we're all screwed. Okay, to be fair, that is simply the end of his song, Lift Yourself. (laughs) Oh. Or your leg. (laughs) Yeah, on this song. There is more to the song, but I... Poop diddy scoop. We don't need to listen to it. All right, what we have for you on door number three. All right. Speaking of Kanye West, his better half, and I say that seriously, but sit with that for a moment. Uh If your better half is Kim Kardashian... Again, happy Monday. (laughs) Uh, Here is Kim Kardashian actually talking, frankly, to Ellen DeGeneres about uh, Chicago and how they named Chicago. But I want you to, in the beginning, she's going to talk about some other names. I want you to pay special attention to uh, why she picked Chicago. Let's have a listen. It's, I think, like a minute. 
So her name is Chicago. Yes. But you told me that you wanted a one syllable. When I was pitching names, you said you wanted one syllable. And I did. Right. So Chicago is not one syllable. Yeah, that's it kind of messes with me. I'm not going to lie. I really like the one syllable thing. But well, Did you have a name picked out? Um, it was between, we were going to name her Joe. Because mm -hmm. my grandma married Joe, mm -hmm. so we we're gonna go with Joe, or we were gonna go with Grace, mm -hmm. and then it was Chicago. But what? <laughs> we ended up with Chicago. So, but because Kanye wanted Chicago, because he's from there. Um, I don't even know how the name. I mean, obviously, because he's from Chicago. But um, that is a place that made him, mm -hmm. and a place that he remembers his family from. He he really wanted his mother's name. Um, and I love that name, too. I just wasn't sure if it's so much to live up to. What's, what was his mom's name? Donda. Mm -hmm. um, that wasn't in the one syllable either, but um, I, I just felt like Chicago was cool and different. And um, It is cool and different. Yeah. So you so can still kind of narrow it down to... So we call her Shy. You do call her Shy. Yeah, we uh -huh. call her Shy. Um, so it's like North Saint and Shy. Okay, so that was Kim Kardashian going on this journey of how they arrived in Chicago. First of all, did she really tell you anything? No. Other than they were going to name her Joe and then Chicago. And even Ellen's like, so I'm assuming that was Kanye. And you can hear her kind of say, I don't even know how Chicago was very important to Kanye. And like, you can just hear that, like, clearly Kanye probably threw a fitter. Whoop did he scoop? Whoop did he scoop? Whoop did he scoop? Poop. Poop did he scoop? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what he did. I heard actually he wanted to name and her Poop. Stop. Stop. Sorry. Lyrics. So, <laughs> again, I want you to sit with the fact that in this conversation, Kim Kardashian sounds like she is the most rational person in the room and she is trying to talk around the fact that Kanye is not a rational human being. Mm -hmm. That at some point he was just like, Fine, I can't have um, Donda, Chicago. And you can tell that she was not on board with that. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, like she she got strong-armed into naming her baby Chicago. Yeah, it was like, well, I don't even know. I mean, Chicago's very important to Kanye. So... Uh, yeah, you don't... I'm sorry. That... Yeah. And now, look, I don't argue with... Or I don't criticize how people pick their children's names because I don't have a child and I don't know what goes into that and what weird... Uh, you know, tug of war can happen with parents who are trying to decide on the name of their child. I'm sure that happens all the time. Oh, probably, yeah. But, um, yeah, I just feel like we didn't learn anything. I still don't know why they named her Chicago. Neither do I. Whoopity Thank scoop. you. I was just going to ask why for it. Why didn't they name the child Whoopity Scoop? Can we just Poop. listen to the extended cut for just one moment? Whoopity Scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. I played this this morning because I had to hear it. I was like, what is this new Kanye song? That is a new Kanye West song called Lift Yourself. I know you can tell. Um, I, play, I was playing it. My kids were in the room and they were like, Mom, are you watching a YouTube video? What is that? And I'm like, oh, this is the new Kanye West song. And they were like, no. Yeah. Yes, children. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is the musical genius. You too can Kanye grow up West. to be a musical genius who whoop-de-scoops 
and poops. Well, when we come back, uh, Elizabeth Reese is going to be scooping all the stuff from Hollywood. <laughs> oh, God. With a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese, you're a vision. Thank you for bringing the dirt from Hollywood with the dirt alerts. It's nice to be with you guys on this fine Monday. Mutual. I do want to talk a little bit about Bill Cosby. Mm. Ooh, but let's talk about this juror who was on the trial that convicted Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. And this juror says that it was Bill Cosby's own words that did him in. And that he has no doubts that he and other jurors reached the right verdict. So jurors are allowed to speak after they are finished serving and they're allowed to talk about the process that happened. Um, this guy's name is Harrison Snyder. He was juror number one. And he said it was Bill Cosby's deposition from 2005 and 2006 in which he admitted giving quaaludes to women he wanted to sleep with. That was the evidence that convinced the jury that he was guilty. Um, this guy was on GMA and said, I think it was his deposition, really. Mr. Cosby admitted to giving these quaaludes to women, young women, in order to have sex with them. Um, this guy was 22 years old. He says he started off deliberations not knowing whether Cosby was guilty, but he made up his mind after hearing everyone's comments about certain pieces of evidence and going through the different counts. You know what else is um, sad about this whole story is, I wish that on the part of Bill Cosby, he would just look at the reality. I mean, it's not going to happen, but in a perfect world, he would acknowledge what happened. And then we begin to understand because like, I think what we miss when he doesn't admit is like, like I want the story of like the world as it was in which it was totally okay for you to drug and rape women like that seemed like your best option Mm -hmm. right Right, right. because you know he's not alone he's not like the the jack the ripper like Mm -hmm. he was the worst one out there right i mean maybe he was i don't know but i imagine there were a lot of other men in hollywood who he learned this from right you're right so i just feel like that's also where did he get the quaaludes from I don't know. Oh, God. I mean, weren't they have... giving drugs out left and right? I think I guess. Then, yeah, but it continued. I mean, but it seems like it was pretty darn easy for him to have, you know, a, a wheelbarrow full of quaaludes. Boy. I mean, that's wild. Yeah, no kidding. And to be like over and over again, this is the this is totally okay for me to mm-hmm. do this. But, you know, I think that's what we have learned so much about this with Bradley when you have these patterns of predatory behavior. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply with these men, which is that they, I mean, Harvey Weinstein, Matt Lauer, 
Bill Cosby. All very different sort of ends of the spectrum, different um, patterns of behavior, Mm -hmm. but they all had certain patterns. Um, Unable to fully admit or admit that what they did was wrong all consistently still to this day trying to justify that it was okay because in order to do that over and over and over again you have to have a story that you've told yourself tell yourself that story and you've had to believe that story sure by the person that you learned the behavior Mm -hmm. from like you don't I, I mean, know. again, unless you believe in pure evil or something where somebody just maniacally thinks. I'm gonna... But I think it ends up being like a little bit of a slippery slope where it's like, oh, I went out with this woman and she had too much to drink. And then I um, took advantage of her mm-hmm. in a moment where I shouldn't. And then she was like, uh, I didn't really feel great about that, but it wasn't really that bad. You know, it's it's like anything when it's Kinda like being a serial a predator, killer, like they're like slowly but surely. Well, they, they like evolve. kill animals and yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. these are the things it's like this. I don't think it's always. Wow. Sorry. When you're learning things. I think it's that you start with something, you get away with it. And then you start with the next thing and then you get away with it. Mm-hmm. It's just like anything where you just build up a tolerance and tell yourself a story. And when you have the kind of power that those men had Problem. and people are already um, willing to do a lot of things because you're a powerful person and you're rich, it's really easy to take advantage of that. I would imagine Yes, it is. Uh, Miley Cyrus is taking back her apology. I kind of love her for this. I'll be perfectly honest. I love her for this. This is it. Look at that. Maybe this is going to be the next trend. Instead of just apologizing, we're just going to take back the apologies that we were forced to make in this outraged culture. Interesting. Miley Cyrus is taking back her apology for a 2008 Vanity Fair photo shoot. Many people thought it was too scandalous for her to be in these photos. She was 15 years old at the time. It was Annie Leibovitz who did the photography. Cyrus said now she has no remorse about the shoot. There was an image in which she appeared to be topless, covered only by a sheet. And in a tweet, she uh, wrote in all caps, I'm not sorry. And she tweeted out the front page of the uh, April 28th, 2008 edition of the New York Post with the headline Miley's Shame. And an mm-hmm. article about her apology. And mm-hmm. then she wrote bleep you hashtag 10 years ago. Because really at the time, she was probably forced by her people into crafting a very lengthy apology for a picture that she felt was appropriate and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And everybody on her team felt was appropriate and beautiful. And then there was a public outrage because you could see her back. And she just was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to. I'm done with that now. Yeah, she said sorry then and she's not going to do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, even though the picture suggested she was nude, she did have clothes on. She mm-hmm. had a she had clothes. She was in a flesh colored tank top, but was asked to remove it. I don't know. Is she's fifteen? I mean, I get people get worried about it, but calling mm-hmm. it Miley's shame on the big headline, boy, that's not a way mm-hmm. to handle it. Mm-hmm. Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik are totally back together. You guys, they're making out all over the place. They're the most beautiful rich people. <laughs> I'm worried about him. I'm going to be really yeah, I was honest. Say, has we he, have been uh, reading blind items about him. Really? Yeah. yeah but he's got a really bad drug problem. He's struggling. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's why they broke up, and then they're maybe back together. Well, because he's trying. I to get appreciate your optimism. Day, he's working on his stuff. He has a really yeah. big tattoo on the side of his head now. He shaved his head and then a really Ooh. big tattoo all like on the side. Somebody of Somebody else just got a tattoo. I think David Beckham on his the side of his head. David Beckham has a lot of tattoos. It is kind of a cool concept for a tattoo because then you can only show it when you shave your head, and mm-hmm. then if you if you grow your hair back, then people can't see it. I have so a you friend could just who decide. literally it's like huge on the side of her head, 
and she had it shaved for a while, but now it's not, and you just don't know what's there. See? Yeah. yeah. That's what I think would be cool. Colleen, you could do that if you're like shaving the underside of your hair. Where you I could thought about doing that, but honestly, I have this thing about if I'm going to have tattoos, I want to be able to see them yeah. at all times. But it could be just a surprise, like, oh, surprise! that was there. Surprise tattoo. You have good tattoos, though. You have really Thank good tattoos you. that mean things. Thank you. Um, John Cena and uh, Nikki, you know, who split up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Nikki Bella. So they split just a few weeks before their their wedding. And then I found this whole list of all these other celebrities who you forgot were engaged. You know, Carrie Ann Anaba has been engaged like a million times. Really? She always gets engaged and then she doesn't follow through with getting married. Mariah Carey and James Packer, Lady Gaga and Taylor Kinney, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were actually engaged. Jude Law and Sienna Miller. I thought Ryan, they got married. No, no, no. He cheated with the with the, the nanny. nanny. Ryan yeah. Reynolds and Alanis Morissette. Wow. It's really kind of fun to go through. Yeah. Cheryl Crow and Lance Armstrong. Okay, got to go. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth <laughs> Reese. Elizabeth. You can check her next Dirt Alert at 520 and see her on Twin Cities Live at 3. We need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. Five questions, 30 seconds. You get them all right, you'll win a prize. 651-641-1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Entertainment. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got, is it Kari or Carrie? Kari. Kari is on the line. And what's she playing for, Hoss? A four-pack of tickets to see the advanced screening of a movie called Show Dog starring Will Arnett, and that's on Saturday, May 12th. The awesome. timer will begin after I ask the first question. You ready, Kari? I am so ready. Good. Here we go. Who is Ellen DeGeneres' wife? Uh... Um, Miley Cyrus got her start on what Disney Channel show? The Mickey Mouse Club. No. I don't know. What color is Marge Simpson's hair? Yellow. <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know. The movie Free Willy is about what kind of animal? A whale. What <laughs> friend's character had a pet monkey? The Oh, you got two, girl. Kari, thanks for playing. You can play again tomorrow. I'm sorry, Kari. Sorry, Kari. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, let's go back through those answers. Gosh, okay? I feel so like we've we had a few of these the lately. I know. It, I think it's nerves. I think it's oh, nerves. for sure. You get the first one and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> Who is Ellen DeGeneres' wife? Portia de Rossi. Miley Cyrus got her start on what Disney show? Hannah Montana. And what color is Marge Simpson's hair? It's blue. And she did, uh, at the buzzer, get Friends character had a pet monkey, Ross. Correct. So she got two of the five. All right. We'll do that again tomorrow. You can call in and, uh, of course, we'll give you 30 seconds to answer those five 30. questions. You could win a prize. Uh, okay. And when we're done with that, we move on to solving some mysteries. And we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has scraped the bottom of the internet for. And she brings him to us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. It's always fun scraping the barnacles off of the uh, 
sea creature that is known as pop culture. So, yeah, let's go to our first blind no, item from crazydaysandnights.net. We have to think about a permanent A plus list singer. Okay. A permanent A plus list singer. Okay. This upcoming documentary on a permanent A-plus list singer is just a money grab, which directs blame away from the people who produced it to such an extent that nothing in the documentary is believable. Um, mm, I have not heard permanent anything A-plus about a permanent list singer. A-list. Uh, A-plus. Permanent A-plus, A-plus list. Yes. Singer. It's not Madonna. No. I mean, like, how many A-plus list singers do we have? Well, unfortunately, this person is no longer in this dimension. Oh. Oh. How long ago did they leave this world? Within the past decade. Okay. Oh. um, Permanent A-plus list. Yes. Were they popular at the time of their untimely... Is it Michael Jackson? Uh, No, because that would have been more than 10 years ago. When this person passed away... They were not at the height of their popularity. <gasps> Whitney. Oh. Mm-hmm. Duh, tell us more. But first. But first, I'll oh. fill in the blind item. This upcoming documentary on Whitney Houston is just a money grab, which directs blame away from the people who produced it to such an extent that nothing in the documentary is believable. Oh. That's oh, that's a sad one. You know, isn't that interesting? Because that's why I guessed Prince, right? Because I thought, okay, money grab. Who do we, who have we typically looked at in terms of estates for money grabs? Well, and in uh, headlines, Whitney trailer, and this was a day ago, Whitney trailer, the Whitney Houston, you never knew shines in estate approved mm-hmm. documentary. There you go. There you so, go. Yeah. Although I will say I'm here for that. I, I do want. The whole story. Like, I want the Ken Burns Whitney, but I also would take like a scrubbed Whitney, you know, like, no, like, because I think Ken Burns would be like honest Whitney, right? Mm-hmm. That the family would actually appreciate. But um, I also want kind of like an unabridged, well, not unabridged. What's the word I'm looking for? Unauthorized. Unauthorized, Unauthorized mm-hmm. yeah. Because you want the dirt. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Our next blind item has to do with a foreign-born A-A-list mostly movie actor. A foreign-born A-A-list mostly movie actor. Here's your blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This foreign-born A-A-list mostly movie actor almost wasn't allowed a very important meeting with a world leader because our actor was so baked. Just reeked of pot. Mmm. Foreign born A A minus list, mostly movie actor Orlando so Bloom. Oh yeah, the Pope. The Pope. Yes. Fill in the blank for yes. you. Orlando Bloom almost wasn't allowed a very important meeting with Pope Francis because he was so baked, just reeked of pot. What is wrong with people? I don't. I would like to address potheads in general. We can smell you. Well, and just also time we, and place. We can see you. Yes. That's the thing, Holly. That when I say what's wrong with people, I don't mean like do you, man. Do what you got to do in life. Do what you do. What you do do be do. Whoopie do. Do okay, what you do be do. You're having a Kanye meltdown. <laughs> okay. 
but but my issue is the following: when you are finding yourself in an experience that is important and possibly incredibly memorable for your life, maybe put down the joint. But I for feel a like hot pot, minute. potheads in general are once a pothead, always a pothead. And the best time to smoke is all the time. So I feel like, especially if you're a pothead and you're Orlando Bloom, you're like, and you probably suffer from like some social anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. Like that is the time he thinks I need to like smoke up. And then, you know, he's probably like he and Katie are like, oh my God, I'm going to go see the perp. And I got to have a few puffs. I'm not down with it. Poopy do scoop. Although, seeing the Pope high would scare me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd right? Like, that ah, would be terrifying. I, this is what I'm Don't saying. It would Do be it. Like, I'd be like hallucinating like, scenes of uh, Damien. Anyway. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Damien. Uh, we have a confirmed blind item. Mm, Our I next blind these. item is a confirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning that the website has published names with this blind item. Now, we have to think about a former acting duo. Mm. A former acting duo in our next blind item. Here it is. Interesting, and we'll probably kill them, but this former acting duo who still have a member of the family doing some acting have been known to have a cigarette smoke-off one day or one week contest to see who can smoke the most and eat the least. Sounds like a crowd pleaser. Oh, this is oh, weird. Oh, is it the sisters? Are what they sisters? sisters? I, well, more the I, sisters. I, I, those smoking <laughs> I just, sisters. I need a little more information, Bradley. Those from, uh, from the Simpsons. Pains. Oh, I'm no, sorry. Not growing pains. Um, full House. <laughs> they have a name. Sisters oh, who Kate smoke. Ashley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They have a name. Sisters who smoke. We got there. Wow. Here's your blind item. Confirmed. Interesting. The Olsen twins, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who have a family member, Elizabeth Olsen. She's still in movies. Well, apparently they have been known to have a cigarette smoke-off one day or one week contest to see who can smoke the most and eat the least. Sounds like a crowd pleaser. That sounds awful. I mean, it's so shocking, yet... I like. I want to watch that episode of <laughs> that very special, that episode. special episode. Not no, like the, you know, like the episode. I don't know a comedy where the, these two's li- these two young ladies' lives just seems ripe for a Netflix oh. original comedy where all they do is binge smoke and like she's like the one is married to like the old French dude. Yeah, didn't well, yes. she have at her wedding bowls of cigarettes? Yes, that yep. was the joke. So apparently, it wasn't a joke. I just like this this image of my mind of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen having their mouths just full of cigarettes. Oh, God, Who can fit the most cigarettes too. in their, their mouth at the and same then light time them and, oh. and then light it with kids, a small torch? Just say no, kids. Just I mean, hey, say 10, no. 15, actually, 15 years ago, I would have been all about it. By oh, it, gosh. Ugh. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, I have dived in to season two of the Handmaid's Tale. I know Holly has also watched it. You guys, it is rough. And I just have to know, has anybody considered quitting? That's my question. Have you considered quitting? Bradley, we're going to tell you about it because it's it's wild. Uh, and we'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, are you watching The Handmaid's Tale season no. two? I know you're not. 
but we are on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Also, by the way, have you downloaded the new app? Because you want to do that, uh, download the My Talk 1071 app, register yourself, and then listen. Uh, because is today the last day? Today is the last day. Today is the last day we are giving away an Echo Spot. And uh, you have to listen. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And through the app after you've registered in order to be entered. Okay? So you've got one last chance. For the Echo Spot. But you're not out of the game because there's lots of things that you can that you can also win yeah just by listening to what you're doing anyway so thank you uh all right thank you now when i say we're watching the handmaid's tale i mean holly and i are watching the handmaid's tale season two it's a heavy show right okay season one is heavy in like a. I mean there were mo there weren't as many of these types of moments in season one it was difficult to watch from a psychological standpoint. Well, there were a couple moments I remember specifically, uh, and it was like one of those moments where you're like, uh, what? Like there's a scene with some people in a group mm-hmm. doing something to some other people that's kind of uh, disturbing. And that seems to be a theme with this particular show. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there were a couple of, of those moments in the first season. Very violent. Difficult to watch. And then this second season, we're only two episodes in. And OMG, Holly, did, did you watch it through your fingers? Yes, I physically had to turn away from the screen both episodes. It's literally like every five minutes, something happens that it's either so suspenseful, you don't know how it's going to turn out, that you feel like you might vomit, mm-hmm. or so gory and horrible torture that you feel like you're going to vomit. I so, had actual nightmares. Yeah. Why are you watching it then? Okay, thank you for asking that question. I feel like this is an important show to watch mm-hmm. because the commentary on how women can be are dangerously close to being treated and valued, I think is an important narrative to pay attention to. Yeah. So you're willing to like watch through all the... Ugh. Yeah, I think so, because I I think that the narrative that it supports or the, the story that it supports is an important one. Um, it, but it is, I was real stressed out last night. Yeah, and also, 
think about where the first season left off. The first seat of The Handmaid's Tale left off where the book ended, essentially. Yep. Yes. So now we're moving into the second season, and you don't know where the show is going to go. Yeah, if you haven't, even if you've read the book, you have no idea. Exactly. And so I would say that they're taking some narr- narrative liberties that are very, very suspenseful and making specific social commentaries about the way that we live now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Can I tell you guys, though, very quickly, a a funny story that happened last night while I was trying to finish the second episode of The Handmaid's Tale? You guys will love this. My husband was laughing out loud, right? So I'm going from telling you about a horrible experience watching a very difficult show to my husband laughing aloud at me. I had gotten through the second episode of The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Please, as you are realizing what is what happened, say nothing. Okay, I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to let it roll through, right? I'll watch the third episode. Okay, so this so it just rolls on to the next show. I'm not, I'm kind of half paying attention because I was in the middle of texting and emailing and doing some correspondences. I get about 15 minutes in, and every once in a while, I'll look up and I'll be like, wow, these are all new characters. Oh well, maybe it's a flashback because there's a lot of flashbacks. In uh, The Handmaid's Tale, I go back to kind of doing what I'm doing, but I'm sort of half listening. And then I look up again and then Bin Laden is talking like Osama Bin Laden is there's a video of Osama Bin Laden talking. And I'm like, that's weird. I don't really know what that has to do with the story, but OK, I guess they're taking me on a journey. And so then I go back to what I'm doing. My husband walks in the room. I'm 15 minutes into the third episode. Yeah or what I believe is the third episode when he goes, what are you watching? And I'm like, that's the handmaid's tale. And he's like, why? No, honey, this is not the handmaid's tale. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I just let it roll through. And he goes, how many episodes of the handmaid's tale have you watched? And I go two. I'm watching the third right now. And he goes, no, honey, you're watching the looming tower. This is a show about the lead up so are to nine 11. So are there only two episodes? They are rolling it out week by week. And oh. I forgot that about handmaid's tale. That's hilarious. I had totally forgotten so it that just about had moved it. moved on to like, you so also the, like, it just was yeah. like, here's the next available show for you to watch. And I was, and I, the whole time I'm like, I don't know where, what's happening. Where like did June go? Flashback. I'm freaking out. Uh, yeah, no, nope, watching hilarious. the wrong show. So just FYI, if you are watching Handmaid's Tale. It's only coming out episode by episode. It's Hulu, right? It's Hulu, yeah. which is actually a good thing because it is so intense that you, it, I really couldn't, I, I thought I could handle another episode. I couldn't have. There's no way. Have you, um, have either of you started watching Wild Wild Country yet? Okay, tell me about this one. No, because no, I haven't. Well, I have watched one episode of Looming Tower, though. About and it. I've watched one episode, the first episode of, of Wild, 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 Wild Wild Country. So this is the one you've heard people talking about, like, have you watched that cult thing on Netflix, Wild Country? Mm-hmm. So you've probably heard people talking about it, and it's one of those things where I kind of was like, oh, God, everybody's t- telling me to watch this. So you didn't want to watch Don't it. Don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it when I want. Well, this weekend, finally, I was like, I literally have nothing that is burning a hole in my Netflix queue. Um, And so at the top of the list was, although that's a lie, there are a lot of other shows I really want to watch. But I finally was like, it's time to watch Wild Wild Country because I had somebody else. Is it Wild Wild or just one Wild? wild. It's two Wilds. Wild Wild Country. And uh, it tells the story of the Rajneesh. You you don't need to know what that is. Let me just say. Um, you know, you probably heard people describe it as like, it's about a sex cult. Yeah. And they take over this town mm-hmm. in Oregon. Like that 
I had heard that actual story, and it comes from a one of the many podcasts I've listened to over the years told the story of this uh, cult that takes over a town. I guarantee you, even if you've like listened to the podcast, read stories about it, think you know anything about this, you don't, or at least you've never seen the perspectives that are offered up in Wild Wild Country. Now, I say this admitting I've only watched one episode. There are six, and it's not a bingey show. I mean, I could have binged, but it's a very deep, heavy, um, not heavy in a bad way, but um, like intense yeah. and visually just like... By the time you get to the end of the first episode, you're like, I got to take a break and figure out what I just watched. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go back to the second. And I've heard that from people that it's not a show you're going to want to kill one after the other. And it really is this story of this cult that comes out of India in the 1960s. Holly, I think for some reason you would really like this. Um, And it has like all this like yoga stuff and sex stuff and like. Is, the, almost, is it the sex stuff or the yoga stuff that you think Holly would be particularly excited about? I think she's all about, about the, <laughs> the creepy sex stuff, because just knowing Holly. A little from column A, a little, a little from column B. But I think, Colleen, you would also be fascinated by the... The um, cult experience? Yeah, just that. Like, And it's a great story, and visual, visually it's very appealing. But at the end, by the end of the first episode, you're almost like, I kind of want to join this cult. Uh-uh. Right. And I think that's what the storytellers are doing so aptly is getting you sucked in in the beginning because you're like, well, yeah, well, yeah. And then you're going to watch it all unravel. Also, like the whole time you're going, why don't we know about any of this? Or like, how did we miss all of this? Because mm-hmm. there are some really interesting overlaps in like, um, like other stories. I don't know. Anyway, moral of story. It was worth uh, that first watch, and I'm glad people uh, recommended it. It lives up to the hype, at least through the first episode. So See, and that's I realize what, I'm not saying that much. But. I think it's really interesting that, that both of those shows, that are both super popular shows, yeah. right, are both shows that you can't really just roll on through because they are so intense, which kind of tells me that this the level of storytelling that they're churning out in some of these streaming services is is elevated because they're not trying to force you to binge it necessarily they're they understand you'll come back if they tell an intense enough story all right when we come back here on the colleen and bradley show uh bradley has found himself on the dark web Mm. he's going to tell us all about it after this on the colleen and bradley show